Matisse Noel works to the right side on the drive all the way in. Good pass to Johnson. Yes, sir. And one. Nice play by the Wildcats. The foul will be against Sir Jabari Rice, his first team foul number six. The Bears comb this Saturday hosting the Kansas State Wildcats. Let's visit now with the voice of the Wildcats and four-time State of Kansas Broadcaster of the Year, Wyatt Thompson. Here's Noel between the rings out high. Here's Marquise up top. He works, steps back, three-pointer. Good! Marquise, are you nuts? Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, Highlight Cuts, courtesy of the K-State Sports Network from Learfield, the ubiquitous voice of the Wildcats with the call. That is Wyatt Thompson, and Wyatt joins us now. Aren't we lucky on a Friday? Wyatt, welcome to you. We're always lucky doing this for a living, aren't we? <laughs> you got that right. We are stealing money, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Hey, man, great to have you on with us. Great to have you in town. Uh, how has your week in Texas been so far? <laughs> it's been very unique, as you know. Uh, the week prior, uh, I had been in New Orleans. We left on Monday the 26th and played there on New Year's uh, Eve morning. Flew back New Year's Day, got home about 3.30, and left about 3.15 on Monday to oh, come gosh. to uh, Austin and then to Waco. So we've been on the road a lot, but but hey, you, you know what it's like. Th- those bowl games are so much fun, even though K-State didn't play that well and, and lost to a really good Alabama team. That I think the, the coaches, the players, everybody, we had a great fan turnout. It was a wonderful experience. And, and then, of course, <laughs> playing the way the guys played the other night uh, was one of the yeah. biggest thrilling games that I've had the players to call in 21 years. And I know uh, I, we can't expect that every night, of course, but boy, what a, what a 40 minutes that was, huh? Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen too many 116, 103 games in this league. Buddy. <laughs> Aaron said it's like an NBA game and it, and it kind of yeah. was, wasn't it? Up and down the floor and both teams over a hundred. Yeah, and K-State made 13 threes. They were 31 of 33 from the free throw line. Had a 36 game from Marquise Noel uh, on, what, 14 shots. And Keontae Johnson had 28 on 16 shots. Wow. That just, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those games, man. You, it, that's one that I think I'll think about for a long time. One of the other Texas games we had a few years ago, we had Denny Clemente score 44 in Austin mm, yeah. at the drum. So. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Austin, but usually the Cats play pretty decently there. <laughs> I would say in a new arena. How how was the Moody yeah. Center? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was, uh, you know, they really do a nice job. Uh, I, I guess what I will say is kind of protecting off that top right. layer that they can peel back and right. have another oh five six seven eight thousand in there for concerts and bigger games and things like that. It's it's, it's really well done. It's nice. All right, so uh, 116 points. You shot 60% from the floor overall, 54% from three-point range. That's amazing. Is that uh, Has that been the norm? Maybe not to that level, but just that high-scoring, uh, good shooting percentage kind of production by K-State? Well, it, it's been better of late, certainly, as I think this team continues to grow and learn 
but but early on, I think what led K State was their suffocating defense in the early games. Um, and, and then, of course, as you get into the tougher competition, it's hard to dominate like they did, where they'd force, you know, 25, 28 turnovers. But uh, as that has dwindled a little bit, I, I think the offense has grown. Um, I like to say every to everybody in, in these kinds of interviews that Coach Tang has done a great job on so many levels, but the the one for sure is we only had two returning guys, and you can't even hardly count them as returners when they're being coached by a new staff. So in essence, we have a whole brand new team. Uh, Marquish, or Marquise Noel and, and Ish Masood were the only two guys uh, back from last year, as it turned out. So Boy, they had a lot of work to do, but they really did a nice job of putting a pretty good athletic team together and a good mix, too, of of youth and experience. And I think that's been a key, too. Yeah, if there's one guy to come into that situation, you know, with only two players or a roster, you know, that, that dwindled 2-2 and you have to build it back up from there, one guy to do that, it's it's Coach Tang. Uh, you're kind of preaching to the choir here, Wyatt, but tell everybody yeah, yeah. how it's been with <laughs> Coach Tang so far this year. Well, you know this, but I love everything about him so far. He, he's just a spectacular person to start with, and you had told me that he was that. So, But it's been so fun to see it myself, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he truly is a, a wonderful person, um, and, and just his passion for for the game and his family and his faith and all of those kind of things are, are so, so awesome, and I've, I've loved every second of it. It's also been really fun, J Mo, to, to get to know his staff. I thought he put together a really good staff, and I don't mean just the the assistant coaches. I mean all the way down to guys like Kevin Sutton, uh, guys that have been around the game a long time. Uh, he he did a great job with that. And and then, <laughs> as most of the K Staters were panicking in June and July that we didn't have a full roster yet, they kept saying, "Look, we're we're looking for the right fit." not just good players, but people that are going to fit who we are, what we are in our culture. And, and clearly he's done that. And, and like, like you said, you said it perfectly. I'm, I'm preaching to the probably the wrong audience here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what he's all about. And boy, we've enjoyed experiencing that too. Well, and, and I'll repeat again, I'm so happy for him, you know, to get a head coaching job and he's had other opportunities yeah. Uh, but, you know, he waited and he was patient and this was the right opportunity and this was the right time. And, uh, you know, I, I hope I hope you guys win every game except two. You know, I hope you don't win tomorrow. Yeah, maybe three every now and then. Maybe right? three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if on a great year, maybe four. So, But you know yeah. what I'm talking about. We, we really appreciate him and appreciate, uh, you know, everything he did here. He's got his fingerprints all over that national championship trophy. So, we 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 yeah. do and always will appreciate Coach Tang. No doubt, and and I think it goes both ways. I I had him last night doing his radio show downstairs here at the Indigo, and I I tried not to overdo it, but ask him to reflect a little bit about not only just his time here, but but the extent of the success. You know, at such a low level when they began, we even talked about you know, celebrating that very first road win kind of thing mm. and, and to a national championship level thing, which is an extraordinary deal over a long course of time. And you guys have now, everybody knows this, you guys have been consistent winners for a long, long time, not just the, the championship year, but, uh, and, and have recruited so well and good quality people. We, 
hope he doesn't mind me telling this, but the other night at dinner, uh, he brought in Curtis Geralds and introduced oh, cool. uh, him to our team. And yeah. that was such a cool thing too, because, you know, he, he was one of those guys that, you know, really kind of started the trajectory upward for, for the Baylor bears, or again, one of them, there were many, but, uh, that was kind of cool for the guys to meet a, a guy who had spent a couple of years in the league or so. And that was, it was awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Has he on a, on the coach's show or anytime just in conversation, as you told, has he told you the bottle of wine story? He and he and coach drew. Oh, no, not. Uh-uh. Okay. Just ask him at some point. The, the gist of it okay. is uh, it was given as a gift and coach Tang and coach drew decided we'll open this when we really have something to celebrate. Okay. And, <laughs> and we won a national championship and they didn't open the bottle of wine. And when Coach Tang got the job at Kansas State, that's when they opened that bottle of wine. Isn't that great? Oh, uh, you know what? Now that you say that, he he did mention that to me um, not too long after he got got the job yeah. at K-State. And I thought it was an extraordinary thing. Uh, imagine that for a moment, not opening it after that. Exactly, right. But, yeah, that, that's the story, I think, because – and. and he he said this last night, and I don't think he would mind me telling this too. He he loves Coach Drew every bit as much as he loves anybody in his family. Uh, I, I think that that says a lot about the passion of the guy that I try to tell our fans about all the time. He's just a very very unique guy, and I'll say this too to give your fans maybe a little different perspective. He has, with what I would say is 150 percent of his being so embraced the K-State tradition sure. and fan base and the students. And I mean, he does a little thing that, that they started doing on social media called hang with Tang, where he'd, he'd, he'd he and a student would sit on a, a purple couch somewhere along campus and they just sit there and talk. <laughs> and it was, it was such a neat thing because he, you could tell the kind of person he is because it wasn't just talking K-State basketball or about him. He, he was kind of interviewing the students. Where are you from? Where's that at? You know, those kind of things. And the people have responded to him in a way that, frankly, I haven't seen at K-State, yeah. honestly. Boy, <laughs> That's amazing. That is so great. Nothing you say surprises <laughs> me about him, you know. So, yeah. uh, really, really cool. Wyatt Thompson, our guest, voice of the K-State Wildcats. Uh, how about this league so far? Isn't it crazy? Cool. I mean, it just take in a capsule, Baylor picked to win the league. We're sitting at 0-2. You guys picked last with the coaching change and, you know, a short roster when those picks were made. And you're sitting at 2-0 and with two top 25 wins and then everything else in between. So it has been, uh, has been and will be a wild year in the Big 12. Yeah, I think the only thing that's played out the way it's supposed to so far is Kansas and maybe TCU being yeah. 2-0. and yeah. And maybe you could argue that just Kansas. But, but I do think we were talking about this earlier today, man, we have for many years preached to people about the strength of the league, but, but I don't know that I've ever seen the ratings like what they are now. I mean, I was, I was looking a moment ago and somebody had taught and put on Twitter about it's only going to get better for the league because now we're into that scenario where <laughs> generally right. speaking, for the most part, we're playing each other. Yeah, that's true. And, and there's so many highly regarded teams there. You're not going to fall very much if you win and you maybe climb a little bit or if you lose, I mean, and, and then the other way, I mean, it's just crazy how that, how it's worked out. I, I just, it's, it's hard to fathom. 
Oh, well, by the way, yeah. I'll mention this to you, too. Sure. The, <laughs> uh, we just announced this today that Tuesday against Oklahoma State, there are just a few tickets remaining. Wow. And they've announced already four, uh, three other sellouts. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Kansas, Texas, and Tech. Golly, and that's great. You, they're going to get harder. The, the, the Baylor game will probably get sold out, too. So people are excited about K-State basketball again, and that's so, so exciting for us. Man, that is wild. Did you see the thing last week? Uh, Aaron, our producer, sent it to me uh, from ESPN BPI. Uh, it had the top uh, uh, toughest remaining schedules of schools in the country. TCU was number one, you know, toughest remaining schedule. In fact, the Big 12 had the top 10. Every school was in that in that list, either one, you know, one through 10 is the toughest remaining schedules wow. of every school, 362 in the country. Isn't that wild? <laughs> it does kind of, yeah, it is wild. But, you know, you think about it, um, and, and I'll, guess I'll go with this a little bit of a, an angle with Baylor, too. Uh, Keontae George is, is a spectacular young talent. Uh, picked as the preseason Big 12 freshman of the year, right? Right. And you also have Grady Dick in this league. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Are you, are you kidding? I mean, he's as good as anybody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think that's the thing. When you, when you take all of the late success – national championships in the league, uh, final fours in the league, plus the coaches and just the influx of talent. Uh, it, it, it makes a little more sense if you really study it a lot. Man, that is wild. It's going to be a wild year and uh, another great uh, opportunity tomorrow, Baylor K-State, 5 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Let me uh, close by saying publicly to you, Wyatt, I'm really happy for you and Stan and K-State, Big 12 football champions this year. What a great championship game that was. Man, <laughs> what a great experience well, for you guys. You know, and it, it was it was like everything that's so special like that. There are so many twists and turns. You know, it's not always just – a, a walk in the park and the football season in the big 12 was as difficult in my mind as it's been in a while too. Mm -hmm. And that game I think will stay with us for a long, long time. I've said to K state people in interviews that the middle screen to Darren Sproles against Oklahoma at Arrowhead and Kansas mm -hmm. city, in know, three is one of the greatest plays in the history of K state football, but yeah. that goal line stand may be remembered just as, as kindly, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Uh, you know, 30, 40, 50 years from now, that, that was an, and, and here's the great part. I mean, this as sincerely as I can say it, as thrilling as it was for K-State to be big 12 champions, we're keenly aware of the, the team we beat. That was sure. a terrific football team. Yeah. Really good. Playing for a national and championship on Monday. Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> hey man, it's great to visit with you. Thanks very much. I'm glad y'all are here and I will see you tomorrow at the Farrell Center. You got it. Thanks so much, JMO. All right, Wyatt, thank you very much. Wyatt Thompson, the great voice of the K-State Wildcats, Baylor and K-State tomorrow. It's a 5 o'clock tip-off. Our broadcast begins at 4.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus for the Bears and the Wildcats.